I'm Barry Funkhauser, and this is the Barry Funkhauser Show. Happy New Year still. Here's what's happening. Twitter employees bring their own toilet paper as Elon Musk cuts more costs. Fans raise over $3 million for the Bills Hamlin's toy drive after he got injured. And the desktop's GPU sales hit a 20-year low. As always, I'm here with my co-host and general know-it-all current events guy, Joe. Hey, Barry. It has not stopped raining. This is weird for Southern California. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with myself. It's It's been raining for like three days straight. This doesn't happen. Hang up the gone fishing sign and go to the atmospheric river. I know, right? It's just, this is crazy. I haven't, we haven't dealt with this in, in, in years and years and years. So, um, uh, Linda usually goes out and runs and she actually did go out. She went running in the rain this morning. That's how cooped up we are feeling currently because it's been raining. Fresh uh, water lately, you know? Oh yeah. You're no, you're right with that. (laughs) Yeah. No, everything in the backyard farm garden is flooded. I feel bad for the chickens, but um, they really like mud, man. They dig holes and sit in them. And really? chickens like to get as dirty as possible. Uh, and then as when the dirt dries off, they do this little shaky shake and it all comes off crust and all from their feathers. So it's their way of cleaning themselves. Man, so birds are weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everything's growing on, man. I can't wait for you to see it. Everything's looking good. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm excited. Um, what I'm not excited about is the fact that uh, everybody had yesterday off and I had to work and I ended up having to work like 10 hours yesterday just to like make sure everything was going right with the uh, the platform. So um, I am not happy, not happy to be back at work after the holidays. Let me tell you, it is a drag. Well, let's get into some news. Maybe it'll cheer you up or. or- oh. That'll definitely cheer me up. Let's do it. Before the start of 2023, Twitter CEO Elon Musk made several cuts and changes to the platform and staff since his takeover. Well, some of these changes are now allegedly causing a literal stink. Twitter's remaining employees are having to bring their own toilet paper to the platform's San Francisco headquarters, according to the New York Times. And along with firing janitors at Twitter's New York City offices, according to the Times, Musk has attempted to cut costs across the company. Measures included not paying rent in SF, which has led to them being sued for not paying money. And uh, he's also limited the number of floors used by Twitter in SF from four to two. And it's reported that Twitter will close its Seattle offices, which is facing eviction. And, um, you know, the Seattle employees wanted to work from home and Musk said no. And now he can't pay the rent. So all heck is breaking loose there. And now you got to bring your own toilet paper, Joe. Uh, yeah, this this is not making me feel better. I was wrong. The news is not making me feel better because you had to start off with Musk being a jerk again. I don't understand how these little nickel and dime cost cutting measures are going to do anything for Twitter's bottom line. Just pay the money and get your people some toilet paper for 
God's sake, it's toilet paper, man. They're not even asking for four ply. Get them one ply. Get them just something to wipe their butt with. I think the thing here, Joe, is Elon hates everyone at Twitter. Elon hates everybody. Let's he see. Just, he's a, he is, he, no, he, uh, blah, blah, blah. you know, that's why he took over that company because he didn't like how it was run. So, no, he took over the company because he has an ego problem and he couldn't, he couldn't deal with people making fun of him. This is why he did it. He has, it's small penis energy and, uh, he is showing his true self. And, um, now he's just, now he's showing everybody like, how bad of a business person he is. So I don't think any of this turns around for him. And he's going to keep getting sued because he just like refuses to pay people. Like, I don't understand like how this has become, how breaking contracts has become like the norm with billionaires. They just like decide, oh, the law doesn't apply to me. Contracts don't matter. I'll just pay the fine and move on with my life. Well, it's that's a terrible way to do business and i don't understand how this is going to work out in his favor long term all it is is operation can you know because i can't they nobody's getting in trouble for nothing ever so he can do this you know like if your small business owner uh held out toilet paper on you and you went to the local authorities what do you think would happen man it would be it would work itself out um quicker and in your favor as the legal employee you know i mean i guess i just all this stuff is that that he is doing is just it's bad for business it's just bad for business because and it's bad for all of his businesses have you seen like all of this nonsense at twitter with musk has caused tesla shares to drop like 75 percent he has lost the most money of any person in history, his valuation went down over $200 billion last year because of his nonsense. So how is he going to attract talent in the future? How is any company going to want to have Tus, uh, have Musk at the, at the head of their corporation in the future? It's not going to happen. He is destroying his own name. And as I've talked about many times before on this program, Everybody is a brand now. Who is going to want, like, the only really just, I don't even know, who's going to want to work for Elon Musk in the future? There's going to be some people, sure, but he's not going to get the, um, the the quality of people and the amount of people he's going to need to actually run any kind of company in the future. Yeah, well, I'm going to ask you again, Joe, because every time Twitter or Elon comes up in the news, I ask you the same question. What if right now, at this moment in time, you and Elon switch positions and suddenly it was Joe's Twitter? What would Joe do at this point now that there's no toilet paper? What would Joe do? What would be day one in in Joe's on Joe's Twitter? I would sell it back to Jack Dorsey for a dollar. You don't want it. He don't want it. You Jack Dorsey doesn't want it either? Oh, thank you. Oh, I'd shut it down. I would Ooh. just straight shut it down. At this point right now, you would? Yeah, I would sh- I would shut it down. Okay. Take the loss? I mean, sure. Because like that, I would never have to pay taxes ever again. I would oh. just like keep rolling that loss over year to year to year. 
<laughs> just like Trump does in his taxes, just a year to year to year, Interesting. all the way through, and never ever ever have to pay taxes again. Okay. No, I would. I would. You know what? I would shut it down uh, to spite Elon Musk. I would do it out of spite. Okay. Cause sometimes, because sometimes that can be really, really bitchy. Sounds like it. Well, bye, Twitter. I guess everybody's gonna be mad at you. Yeah, eh, people are already mad at me, so it doesn't matter. All right, today's show is brought to you by the Tiffany Granith Podcast. Advice radio for relationships, life, sex, and everything else. Subscribe to the Tiffany Granith Show where you get your podcasts. You know, Joe, I'd like to say there's good news today, tonight, but there's not. There's not yet. This next story is awful. Uh, yeah, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin was taken off the field in an ambulance Monday night after suffering an injury while tackling Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins. In the aftermath of the terrifying event, fans showed their support for Hamlin by donating a toy dr- donating to a toy drive he set up in 2020. Bills quarterback Josh Allen summing up the thoughts of many with his simple tweet, Please pray for our brother. And T. Higgins, whom Hamlin tackled before he collapsed, said this on Twitter. My thoughts and prayers go out to the Hamlin family. I'm praying that you pull through, bro. Hamlin was drafted out of Pittsburgh with the 212th overall pick of the sixth round in 2021. He began his start of this season after another Bills defensive back landed on injured reserve. Hamlin is from the Pittsburgh area where he played his high school and college football. It is worth noting that he created a GoFundMe page dedicated to a toy drive for children that he began right out of college. The goal was to raise $2,500. And tonight, thanks to over 90,000 donations, the total has just surpassed $2.2 million. A lot of people trying to find a way to vent their worry, concern for Hamlin and his family, and they're doing it with generosity tonight. Kyle, really people saying tonight, it's so much more than football and the game and the sports, so much bigger than that. Yeah, and I just go- got to jump in because it wasn't an injury. The dude had a heart attack and his heart stopped beating on the field. They had to bring out emergency personnel and they were giving him CPR live on television. It was scary. Well, you know, at this point, the uh, GoFundMe at at this uh, time, a little earlier today, we checked it. It was at 4.2 million, but... Usually I don't cover stories like this, Joe, because I, you know, every, every, you don't want to be bummed out on the show. But th- this is the once every once in a while, two big things come together or like something happens in sport where suddenly it becomes news. And it's very, very rare. So I figure we cover it today because you, I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on it. I just I, I like the fact that people are are pouring out their support for him by donating to this toy drive. It's going to it's going to do a lot of good. I don't I don't know if listeners understand um, just how important it is to to get a toy as a kid at Christmas time um, when you don't get anything else. This happened to to my family a couple times when we were growing up. We we struggled growing up. My parents you know, two two uh, two parent income, five kids uh, in Fullerton. It's you know a pretty expensive place to live, but it was nice and safe, and that's why my parents wanted to be there. 
And there were some lean years where we got toys from toy drives and they were, they were the light of our Christmas. And I don't, uh, and, and people need to understand like when, when you're struggling as a kid like that and you see all your friends getting toys and enjoying the holidays and you, you don't get anything that crushes your soul. It just really does. So I love the fact that people are donating to, uh, Damar Hamlin's uh, toy drive, but man, his that that's that was scary stuff. Watching that game last night, you know, watching the the review and just like he gets up and then he staggers and then falls, uh, like wow. I, I I'm still a little shook, you know, from watching that last night. It was it was wow. Um, so I don't know what the NFL is going to do about this because this is a major major issue. They had to postpone the game. They might not even you know pick it up again. Um, unless it's like, you know, there's playoff implications, yeah. but it's, it's scary, man. It's and football, it keeps having issues with stuff like this. The concussion stuff is bad. All these horrendous injuries are, are going to make people, you know, hopefully take a second look at the NFL and try to figure out a way to make it more safe. Yeah. And I found something interesting last night as I was scouring Twitter, as it was happening, there are, there were two messages that were coming out. One started to come out and was clapped back almost immediately. And I found it fascinating because while everyone's worried about this player, you know, some sports fans are asking the the question, what's going to happen next? What if we're so late in the season, what, you know, what's going to happen to football? And they're, they got destroyed on Twitter because they're like, you know, it's not about the game anymore. It's about this player. And it was just very interesting. And then I saw it on ESPN. The anchor was trying to approach that question and immediately talked it back because the guy he was talking to was like, we, we're not even going to think about that now. It's too insensitive or whatever he said. So it was it was just a fascinating uh, thing to see in media where – you know, because that is a valid question. What's going to happen to football? Because, like, I think the big game's like in a month or two or three. I mean, I don't follow sport, but this was a big game. So at what point do you bring that up? And gosh, it's such what a surprisingly sensitive subject, in my opinion. I agree, but I also don't feel like a whole lot's going to change. There's there's just there's so much money in football. And yes, these guys are bringing this up and yes, they were, I feel rightfully kind of shot down because really is it, is one is a human, any human life. Is it worth a football game? Is it worth your team winning a championship? If a player on your team has to die to do it, I'll give you, an- I, Oh, I guarantee you though, if you ask that question in an anonymous forum, it would be way over 50% that fans would say, yes, having a player die, but my team wins a championship, worth it. I, that is uh, that is how cynical I am being right now. i put in a different lens for you, Joe. Okay. Okay. okay, do it. You're in Sin City, Las Vegas, the gambling the night away, and you put a very big bet on this game. Like maybe your life savings, <laughs> like an idiot. And then this happens. Are you, do you still have the same feelings on the matter? Are you still saying? Oh, um, no, I'm pretty sure Vegas would have canceled all of the 
Oh, to give you your money back? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in an event like this, and if a game is post, it this game, I am not sure if this game, like I said, is going to be replayed or picked up again. And I'm not sure how the NFL would would even do it. Are they going to pick it up from where they they postpone the game? Are they going to play the entire game over? Are they going to call it a draw? Which I think is what's going to happen. I think they're just going to call it a draw. Every team is going to be like. I don't know what the records of these teams are, but it's going to be like 10, five and one, you know, so they'll just like call it a draw and walk away. I think that's probably the best. And yes, that has playoff implications for other teams. Um, But again, is it worth it? Uh, Is it worth it? I don't think like in in a situation like this, like I said, with betting, um, I'm pretty sure like all the bets are null and void. Well, like that, you just go and you get your money. You you give them the ticket. They give your money back. They rip up the ticket. It's it's a transaction like that. Yeah. Oh, good. I like hearing that part. I didn't know that about gambling. I should. Oh yeah. No. 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 Gambling. Um. Ooh. Uh. Gambling in Vegas, especially at sports books, they are like one hundred percent have to be on like the the full on up and up because you know that the federal government is like scrutinizing all of those casinos. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they are, or maybe they aren't. I don't know what the IRS is up to these days. Um, they don't have a whole lot of money right now. So, um, but I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, it's not like you make a bet and the game's canceled and Vegas is like, oh, sorry, we're going to keep your money. It's like you lost. No, no. It's like you would just return your ticket and get your money back. So, but we're not talking about that. That's like neither here or here nor there. What I'm, what I'm concerned about is like, um, it's going to come out. They're going to, you know, have a whole work up on Hamlin if there is a pre-existing condition or if it was because of the force of the hit made him have a cardiac arrest. The injury issue in the NFL is going to be very interesting to me. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this story and keep you posted. And good luck to Dara, uh, uh, Damar Hamlin. We are hoping for a speedy recovery. Um, man, because that was scary. And I just, I would, if we can get back to playing, playing safely, I hope that he can uh, return to the field again. Cause I, I do know that he loves to play football. Yes, sir. 24 years old. Also, he's got his whole life ahead of him. And finally tonight, Joe, some horrible news. Just, I'm just getting some terrible, terrible news here. Have you heard that desktop GPU sales have hit a 20 year low, Joe? Oh, say it ain't so, Barry. I wish I could, but it is the uh, the whole industry this last year shipped around six point nine million standalone graphics boards for desktop PCs. Okay, Joe, it's including the best graphics cards for gaming, mm-hmm. and about the same amount of discrete GPUs for notebooks in the third quarter. Six point only six point nine million, Joe. In total. AMD, Intel, and NVIDIA shipped around 14 million standalone graphics processors for desktops and laptops. Joe, it's down 42% year over year based on this data. Can you even imagine? That is a lot. 42%. So I guess the days of uh, computer desktop computers are finito. Ding, ding, ding. Ah. I mean, hasn't the hasn't the trend been going down year after year after year anyway? Yeah, but it's a twenty year low now. Well, yeah, I mean that that that's hard. Well, I think we have a couple things to to 
consider here, though, as well. Remember, we're just coming out of COVID. We're just coming out of all of the issues that we we're having, even making microprocessors. So remember, we had like all the, the supply chain issue really, really screwed up the microprocessor uh, industry to the point where Joe Biden was like, nope, we're bringing all we're, we're bringing microprocessing manufacturing back to the United States. It used to be like most of it is in Taiwan. So uh, this is this is going to be interesting, but I don't really think that it's as bad as people might believe. No way. Joe, it's tragic, Joe. No, They're it's not tragic. People are moving away from desktops. What am like, I going to do with my Apple Cube one thing? Wait, what kind of Apple Cube one thing do you have? Remember that I bought it 20 years ago. It's a it's a cube. <laughs> oh, you have one of those old ones? Man, you got to upgrade your computer. That processor is like Stone Age processor, man. Uh, you you got to remember, hey, we talked about Moore's Law. You know about Moore's Law. You know how processing speed uh, exponentially jumps every couple of years. Uh, you're, I mean, I could not work on your 20-year-old computer. It would, within, within five minutes, it would drive me crazy, and I would throw it out a window. And I would probably hit one of your turtles, and then we would have a fight. So hey, that would be hey, bad. hey, hey, I don't see the problem with hitting the power button and then making yourself a nice French press coffee and drinking it all the way and then starting work. No problem there. No, no. Like, I I had to get I, – I am one of the few who in the past couple of years had to buy a desktop computer instead of a laptop but I had to go and do it so I can get like a full ergonomic um, workstation going on, you know, because of my wrists and my elbow issues. I'm trying to minimize the strain there. But I mean, if I had if I had a choice, I would have gotten a laptop. I love laptops. I love I love the convenience of just being able to work wherever. I'm actually in our in my closet broadcasting with you, with you right now on my HP laptop. Well, Linda's HP laptop that she generously lets me borrow uh but i love the convenience of laptops and then uh, laptops have gotten to a point the graphics and the processors have all gotten to a point where major gamers don't need to build their own units anymore and their own rigs you know like graphics on laptops are are pretty stellar so these people playing like lost souls and Oh, what was the what was the big game this year? Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. They're they're playing it on PC laptops as well as desktops. So uh, I don't think that this is going to like overall in the computer realm and 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 manufacturing and hardware and stuff. I, I think we're just this is just the continuation of the ship from the shift from desktop to laptop in general. But Joe, think of the recycling centers, Joe. Oh, the recycling center. Oh, please do recycle your your computer stuff. Please. It's there's some toxic stuff in there. Don't just like toss it in the garbage. Give it to Best Buy for free. Did you know that? You could just walk in with gear and I'm say give I'm not gonna give my stuff away for free. Your problem now. <laughs> I mean, even like I um okay, so I when I traded in for my um my Mac Mini M1. I, I had an old uh, MacBook Pro, and it was ten years old. And I had swapped out the the memory, it, it, and but it still ran great. It was a little slow, but it still ran great. I could have sold that for five hundred dollars, just for the parts inside. 
Um, I ended up giving it to my brother because he needed a computer, though. So and he loves it. You know, he just like he uses it to surf and he, you know, downloads some stuff and it still works fine. But don't give your tech away for free. Your tech is always worth something, even if it's old. There's like, you know, elements and and building parts and they can take things apart and strip it down, recycle all the stuff. No, no, don't 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 give away your phone for free. Don't give away your tablets for free. Recycle them, but try to get paid for it. Yeah, I always give mine a nice washing in the sink before for recycling. <laughs> that's that that's a bad that's a bad idea. Don't oh. put your computers under the water. They're so covered in dust, man. What's the submerge them? What's the problem? Get them nice and spotless. No. Oh, Apple Watches. You can do that to your Apple Watch. You can submerge them, but not, not, don't do your, that to your laptops and stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, what, hey, when it comes to, when it comes to graph, uh, graphic, uh, processors, do you have, do you have a company that you, that you like? You name three. One of these, one of these three companies is one of my favorites. I used to, but I covered up the sticker on my laptop, so now, now I don't remember now. I think it was AMD. Uh, AMD is my favorite too. NVIDIA is pretty good too. They have they have some good graphics cards. So a- AMD and NVIDIA. If you're looking for a new graphics card for your laptop, or you're in, the, you know, you're looking around for for one, and and you're trying to find something new. My HP laptop here, or sorry, Linda's HP laptop here has an NVIDIA graphics card, and it's. It's pretty good for a hey, laptop. Don't listen to him. Hey, hey. Get a nice. get a desktop GPU like the rest of oh, us. Oh, stop. No, don't. Don't Buy do that. Buy into the, the dip. <laughs> Buy the dip. Buy the dip. No. Um, I I think we're gonna be fine. You because eventually, you oh, do you remember you remember when tablets first came out? Yeah. And Everyone was like, oh, oh, all laptops and all all desktop computers are going to be obsolete in 10 years. Everybody's going to be using a tablet in 10 years. I don't that didn't happen. I think people need the functionality of like a full keyboard still. Fine. Well, I mean, have you 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 know how it is. have you ever tried to type on a virtual keyboard on uh, like an any kind of tablet? Yes, it sucks. It yeah. really, really sucks. Yes. You know, so, um, I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to make the full move to a tablet. I mean, I like to have a keyboard. I like the the haptic feedback, you know, but that's Click- just me. Clickety clackety. Clickety clack. Clackety click. Clickety click. Cordy. Hey, uh, so that's it for today, Joe, but who's on the show tomorrow? Tell us all about it. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to have actor and personal fitness trainer Chris Showerman joins us on the program. He's going to give you a little insight on how to restart your exercise and fitness regime going into 2023. Sounds fun. We'll see you tomorrow for an all new episode. This is the Barry Funkhauser Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.